It's October 17th, 2019, and this is the Architecture Geek Podcast. I'm Larry. And I'm Matthew. And we're your friendly neighborhood architects being just as geeky as we want to be. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to what is the first official podcast for the Architecture Geeks podcast. Wow. I know, it's the first one. Yay-ish. Glad we could get it off the ground. <laughs> Finally. Finally. I think we've been only been talking about it for a couple of months now, right? Yeah. Yeah. We thought we, we would hop right off into something really fun for our first topic. Um, mostly because, you know, we all get kind of burned out at work and stuff. And, and you know, I'm, I'm busy right now, which seems really, I don't think it's odd. It's good. You know, not economy right now. Yeah, so. nothing wrong with being busy, but every once in a while I think, oh God, maybe I should do something else. <laughs> I need to find another job. Maybe I just go flip burgers or work as a barista or something. So anyway, what we wanted to talk about was um, really why architects leave their jobs because surprisingly they do. Yeah. Um, well, maybe not so surprisingly, but the other thing too being that you know there's a there's always a shortage. It seems as like, oh my gosh, we don't have enough architects, or there are not enough people coming out of school and staying in the profession or whatever. So you, you kind of hear this, or even worse, you know, the recession happens and then people just kind of disappear. An entire generation gets wiped out. Yeah, entire entire age band gets wiped out. So I thought we talked about that a little bit and, and just what that really entails. And, and we'll just start right off the bat, the recession stuff, because, well, First off, you had, what was your graduation speech you were telling me about? I had a speech in my undergraduate class talking about how, okay, we're going to shove you out the door. Good luck. You know, it's a tough world out there, and it's, a, it's an even harder time to be an architect. So, see you later. Bye. <laughs> what, year, what, kind of, what year was that? Was that Let's like right see. at the start of the recession? It was it was in the middle. It, it was right as it was right as I'm gonna say everything was tanking. When did you graduate your undergrad? Two thousand eleven. Really? Yeah. He was still telling you that two thousand eleven. Yes. Well, the academic world, I'm assuming, is is a little behind. slightly behind the. Yeah. Well, the, and true, we, things really weren't start picking up for didn't start picking up for us until probably sometime that year. Yeah. Wow. It was right at the very right at the very end of like the you're starting recession. to come back up. Right as you're starting to come back up. And 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 he was he just stood up on the stage and was like, you know what? Sucks to be an architect right now. <laughs> Essentially what it was. You know, you get comments from from all the, the your family and friends who have come to see you graduate and they're like, Man, that guy was rough on you guys. I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, he was. Well, do you think maybe <laughs> Maybe he goes, that's a horrible thing to do. Like, hi, welcome. You just spent a lot of money on your education. Piss off. Good luck. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. You're screwed. Have a good time. Yeah. And I even had um, a few friends while we were still in school um, who the professors that they studied under decide, or convinced my friends to switch to something else. Whether that be, um, I had a friend who switched from architecture to uh, landscape architecture because he thought that might be more stable. Yeah. And then I had another friend who was, um, who he went into uh, UX UI design, 
Um, UX UI, you're going to tell me what that is because I'm, uh, I'm apparently user, old. User, user interface? User interface design for software companies really? and developing a more user-friendly experience for web, or for your web browser or whatever else that might be. Well, I went from architecture into that. I mean, it's a similar, it's the lines as a graphic design. Okay, fair Similar enough. enough. And we do enough of that to where it's not a, it's not a, a large leap. Yeah, probably a little more technical. Maybe. Yeah. 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 But just so, so you had people in your undergrad before they ever graduated who were, mm-hmm. were switching were bailing. Over. Yeah. Wow. And mm-hmm. you hung in there and graduated and then like half your class went, oh shit, we can't get a job. Let's go get a master's degree. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Well, and, and it also helps that it's required for path to licensure. Actually, this is true. I forgot about that because it wasn't when I was. When yeah. I went to, 100 years ago when I went to school, it wasn't required. <laughs> wow, that's that's really harsh. I mean, I, I would, for every parent out there who sat in that, that graduation, I would have just, I, I'm amazed more people didn't you know rush the stage and try to strangle him and <laughs> strangle him with his own robes. <laughs> Wow. But yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, that's, that's hard enough to, for for coming out of school, but I think there's the whole, um, the whole generation of people who are already working, who, who also just sort of, you know, disappeared. Uh, Laura, Laura and I gave, uh, we didn't give it, well, we gave a presentation at this conference years ago, uh, 2010. Um, we went to a small firm's round table, uh, the next morning, it was 730 in the morning, which was incredible because, Getting her up that early was, I thought, a major achievement. Um, but the uh, um, the older guys in the in the room were talking about you know, getting ready to retire. Um, of course, you know, recession was going on, and one of the guys said, "Well, you know, thanks to the last recession, the age gap between me and my next youngest employees is close to fifteen twenty years, and so I don't know, you know." You know, it doesn't make sense for me to try to have the firm carry on. I'll just go ahead and, and sell it off to somebody and close it down. Wow. And we're like, you have people in your office who you've been working with for a while. Those are the people that I know. There's a there's a a, a gap there, but those are the people to to have take over your business to yeah. sell your business to if you will if you will engage them and, and bring them up to it. We can probably do it. But yeah, but he's talking about the, the the previous recession where they had that there is a you know maybe a five or ten year gap where there were just weren't any people coming. I don't know if they weren't coming out of school or they were coming out of school and going into other stuff, or just people getting laid off and then never coming never back returning. to the right. industry altogether. That's true. That's true. So yeah, so I think I think there's the you know you, you leave involuntarily. Yeah. You know, you sort of get pushed out just because of what happens. And, and we were seeing it, too, in uh, this last time that these guys who hadn't worked for three years because there weren't any jobs to be had, trying to find jobs once things got busy. And, you know, firms ask you, well, well, why haven't you done any work in the last three years? Because we've been under a recession <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> right. But they, it's like they couldn't put it together. Like, oh, wait, there were too many architects out there. And, and wait, you couldn't get a job. Well, that makes sense. Now, but they were asking that question, you know, why? Why have you even done? Why have you been working for the last three years? And that's why it's, there's a recession. So yeah, I think I think those people get sort of forced out, sort of involuntarily. But but in, but there, I mean, I mean, those are what 
that's at least one one reason to really to leave architecture and maybe never come back i guess but but the other thing too is is we're also sort of saddled with the idea i think of you know long hours and shitty pay i mean we're, we're, we're told that as a little bit in school that oh you know it's a really hard profession you're gonna be working long hours but then you get out into it and some firms will have you work really long hours as an intern and because that's what you're supposed to do so kind of in that aspect and your first job was that way a little bit it was yeah i worked at a place that gave me a weekend folder they specifically suggested okay here's all the work you're doing during the week and then we're going to slip in a couple extra things for you to do during the weekend and this is at and this is right as we were coming out of the recession so it was still i mean every, things were starting to pick up but it was it's still kind of like we we can stick it to you for a little while longer just a little while longer because it's still that uncertain enough that that this is how this is how we're going to operate but yeah, yeah it uh it was rough wow <laughs> like my weekend folder no no no, no, my weekend folder is involving video games and maybe movies and some dinner. Yeah. Not, not doing drawings. Well, it's like the other thing, too. And when, when the recession hit, the people were, you know, being told, well, you know, we're going to cut you back to 30 hours a week. Oh, but, but you're going to work 40. Because, you know, what's your choice? Yeah. So, yeah. So the potential to have that happen and, and realize you don't have to. Um, I was talking with a young woman who... She was a sales rep, and she's like, you know what? After six months of 12-hour days and not seeing my fiancé and not seeing my friends, being tired all the time, I just decided that that was not worth it. And so I think there's that potential too. But And, and one of my favorite architecture memes these days is, is just a, a, a screenshot of a Google search, and all you have to do is type in why are architects and then and then let google fill in that that last little bit <laughs> oh that's so dangerous and, and 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 i think the first couple hits just off the top of my head why are architects overpaid we're not overworked we <laughs> The, but there, but uh, there were there were so many contradictions within the the google the list. autofill list when you overpaid underpaid Work long hours were what arrogant and and yeah, 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 and 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 it's just this list of contradictions just it just reflects to me the the what what you're saying with the 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 long work and shitty pay just because everybody there's I guess there's this you you tell somebody you're an architect, like, oh, well, you must make a lot of money, yeah, right? No, no, no I'm just I, I'm just I'm 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 probably right in line with and just an average yeah you know person with five years of experience doing x yes yes we're not all frank gary making millions every year because yeah. you know well, because just because yeah uh yeah it's, it's it's i think people have that notion oh it's such it must be such a fun job and it must be great I'm like it's like every other job you know yeah your your pay is what your pay is and sometimes it's great sometimes it's not and Sometimes you get to the end of the day and you question why in the hell you're trying to do what you're doing. Yeah. So, yeah. And then you have other days where you're just like, 
oh man, that this is why I'm here. <laughs> this is the best day ever. Yes. Yeah, when you get to see something really cool or you have a great client interaction, you know, that can be happier and they're just wonderful and you're like, okay, now I know why I'm doing this and now I get it. But yeah, it's 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 the potential to to you know, lose people to that because they're having more of one than the other, perhaps. And I and I think the highs and lows may be a little bit more intense within within the profession. Yeah, within architecture, just because as a more project based as, as more project based. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm just spitballing here. No, 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 I no, honestly no, no, don't no. know. Well, I think it's more project based. You know, it's it's and it, it, truly. I think what you're trying to say is it's project. It, it is really project based. That you can have a project that that you think is going to be something fun, and somewhere along the way things go off the rails, and suddenly you realize, oh, it's psycho client. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and oh, this this is what I didn't see when you hired me. Yeah. And you're scrambling and trying to figure things out. Um, but, he, but even years ago when I was um, really just an intern, there were times when it's like, you know, something would happen and, and your day was spent going back through all your memos, through all the emails, through, you know, phone messages and conversations and trying to put together a trail of, okay, how did we get here and what, what got missed and realizing, oh, no, nothing got missed. I mean, this is actually really shouldn't be a problem. Um, but you have to go back and kind of cover yourself. And those days are, can be, I mean, can be really dank. I mean, it's, it's, you know, well, and you've, I'm sure you've, well, I know you've done it because you've, you've, well, not really done it, done it, but um, you called me in New Orleans about something and in a complete panic. And that's those days when you're like, oh, this is it. I'm done. Yeah. I'm just done. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me, the, the thing that, you know, you know, think about leaving architecture. Um, when I got ready to leave my firm the last time, uh, the previous firm, I really didn't anticipate continuing in architecture. And I think, and and I I think just simple burnout. You know that that I was done doing this part of architecture, and let's look at doing something else. And you know, stay within the profession, but you know, so burned out that I didn't want to draw. And I didn't want to have to deal with clients, and I'm I'm not the first one. Um, uh, I don't know. Did you ever meet? Um, did you ever meet Brian? I don't think you did. Steven's no, partner? Uh, no. Um, actually, I office with Brian for a while mm -hmm. uh, with, with at the old at the old office. Um, he was a partner in an architecture firm, and I think they had been working together close to ten years, maybe. And he had a point where he decided he was done. He was stressed, and an opportunity came up at the national organization. And he was involved locally with the local AIA. And so he decided that he would just go there and take that position. Work in advocacy. Work in advocacy, work, in, work on sort of the backside of things. That's how I look at it. It's not the... Not the client-facing side, but the support side. Mm. So you have your national organization that's, you know, theoretically supporting all of its members. Uh, no laughing, no giggling. Uh, but it was something he was interested in, and, and it gave him a way to be involved in architecture without, you know, without the hassle of owning a practice, dealing with clients. Now he has to deal with all the internal 
workings of a national organization and all the you know office politics that go on there. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I think he was just simply burned out. So yeah. and that can happen too. You just have one bad week and you're just like, nope, nope, we're done. Well, or or you know your your partner, your spouse, whatever you know, you know, keep coming home and they're like. Um, You've been really crabby. <laughs> Has Faye ever done that to you? I think I've done that more to her because uh-huh. after after a, a certain amount of time, you know, working weekends as your entry level, yeah, in, in, in an architect's office, it just it it, you, it gets to the point where I, I was just like, and I and I called you at some point, and I called Faye, and I was just. Using using the two of you to vent, but it, it was definitely one of those things where you're just like, I am so done. Yeah. I th- and I think I've done that more to her than she has to me, but. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think it's, uh, I, it probably happens at every job, but uh, I know when I started working for myself that James was very much, um, you're happier. You're a happier person. And I thought, God, I must have been one crappy bitch at home <laughs> for him to be able to say that. I was like, wow. But yeah, yeah, but I think I think probably every job is that way. But but I think you know, there there are enough options for architects that we can go into. You know, you can you can go from an architecture background because it's a very creative process to Almost sort of any creative field, if you think about it, mm-hmm. or you can get a, you know, and become a product rep because you know about materials, you know about construction. Um, like you said, your your friend went into the user interface, user user experience stuff. At A and M, they had a whole biz program, visual visualization program, that you did two years of undergrad architecture, and then you went and took a ton of science and math classes. Actually, mostly math, I think. And you were downstairs in the biz lab creating you know, animation. Animation, and I can see where that could expand to 3D worlds for video games. And, oh, yeah, and, completely. And, and building built environments within a virtual reality setting. Oh, yeah. And so we, you know, it's I think as a profession, we have that opportunity to maybe explore a little more. Graphic design as well. Oh, yeah, very much so. I had a friend that did uh, um, stained glass for a couple of years. You know, when the economy was really crappy, he was started, I don't, I don't know if he had... had would have been a hobby or or not, but he and his brother had started this stained glass company and doing doing their own designs and doing repair work and stuff. And he really enjoyed it. He's back in architecture, and for those few years, he was he was really doing that. And you could, so yeah, I, th- I think um, you know the potential for us to leave is there. It's just there's you know every everyone I think assumes oh, and some people are your architect for life. And I think everyone every architect is an architect for life, whether you're doing architecture or not. Ha. Huh. Yes. Uh, we just don't all work until the end of our. <laughs> yeah, and I think a large part why I was particularly interested in in, in in talking about why why people quit is I think it's a, a natural fascination within the industry. Oh, well, did, well, why did he quit? You know, because oh, yeah. everybody has those days where they want to quit. I feel <laughs> like, but but they never actually go through with it. So uh-huh. then you have those. So then, every, every all everybody in the business is like, well, I heard so and so quit. Well, 
why, why, what was his deal? What was his yeah. trigger? Why did he finally decide yeah. to pull the ripcord? Yeah. <laughs> or, or they, or they, oh, so and so moved over to such and such firm or something, and you're like, what's the story? Yeah. Because I, I will say this: as architects, we are just gossipy bitches. <laughs> I mean, we we love the story, and and invariably, that story, any story, will get around to other people. Oh yeah, it's a I small mean, world. It's a, as large as the architecture community is, it's a very small world. And you will learn those things and hear that gossip. But yeah, I, I, I think we do have that inclination to ask. I've asked people before things like, you know, if um, I asked one guy, I said, well, well, if you had anything to do over again, because he was a, a, a firm owner, relatively young, I said, if you had anything to do over again, what would you do differently? Because just from a, from a, I guess, operational standpoint, or from a, from a perspective of being a firm owner and a practicing architect, I said, well, what would you do differently? And right out of his mouth, he said, I would never have bought into the firm. And I'm like, okay, stop the conversation. We're going to back up. And you're going to tell me exactly what that means. So I think we do have that, that sort of fascination with maybe, almost, I won't say, not, not failure stories, because that's not really a failure story. It's it's more of a, it's it's in the trenches kind of what's your experience. But, but yeah, I, th I think we want to know. Yeah. We, we want to know because, well, for one, do they leave for a really good reason? And is it a juicy piece of gossip? <laughs> or, or is it, yeah, a juicy piece of gossip? Or is it something that you can relate to and be like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I felt like that sometimes too. Yeah. Wait, yeah. what did he go do? Maybe I can do the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a good reason to leave. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of a, I don't want to say maudlin topic for the, our first podcast. Yeah, your first podcast is, podcast is well, why is everybody leaving? Yeah. Is We're really talking about the end at a, at a, at a, yes, at the, a beginning. Yeah, at the beginning of the, of the, yeah, the beginning of the podcast series, our first thing is like, well, we're all quitting. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I'm hopefully no, no one's listening to this going, God, I'm never going to go in that profession or, or <laughs> you know, or, well, they, they didn't give me a good, good reason why I should quit. Maybe I should, should look into that a little, for, a little bit further. <laughs> I don't know, but we do appreciate you guys listening and, and tuning in, and we're going to be trying trying to do this. I think every couple of weeks, hopefully, um, and uh, share with you whatever information that, that we might have, or you know, whatever whatever strikes our fancy at the time. I think. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see what Matthew comes up with because so far he's got a pretty good list. But but you've been thinking about this for a while. I have. I yeah. have. That's good. That's good because yeah, I'm 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 so used to doing it on the fly because you know Laura and I did this for for six and a half years. Uh, so you know we'd walk in and we'd just throw something down on the table like, what do you want to talk about today? And like, bloop bloop bloop, a few little points, and then just you know dive off into it. So um, it's taking a little bit of planning, but. But we should be coming back every couple of weeks, and um, unless Matthew somehow, you know, gets hit by a bus, or, or, uh, and then I'll just have someone fill in for him while he's in the hospital recuperating. Oh, there you go. Or I'll just bring the podcast to him, and you know, hopefully he can still talk. Jaw's not broken. <laughs> Jaw's not broken, or something, or you're not so hopped up on medication that you think I'm the Easter Bunny. <laughs> That's some creepy Easter bunnies. So you'd be hard to. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. That I would, I would, I would be hard to, 
Yeah, I have trouble beating an Easter. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys again for listening, and uh, be sure to tune in next time if you want to reach out to me. Uh, you can find me on uh, Find Spotted Dog Architecture on Facebook, and I'm also on Instagram and Twitter at Spotted Dog Arch. And I think we're getting a Twitter account set up for the podcast as well. So. Yep. And you can find me at Archgeek Matt. Archgeek Matt. Perfect. All right. Well, guys, hope you're having a good time, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.